Hey friend, you are listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced for ministry in their homes. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Stay tuned. Welcome to a whole meal, whole family episode of the Sparrow Parents Podcast today. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me. We are going to be preparing tater tot casserole. I'm going to walk you through how to make it, um, and I'm hoping that the timing works out. I'm actually going to make it right along with you this evening, and then as the casserole goes into the oven, we're going to have some extra time, and we're going to actually utilize that time to clean up our kitchen and create a space for a really great family dinner tonight. So we're making the whole meal together from start to finish, and we are preparing the space together from start to finish so that once this episode is over, you have a whole meal for your whole family, and we can just enjoy that together. So um, hopefully you have been on my website, Sparrow, I'm sorry, sparrowkidsministries.com slash podcast, to find the recipe that we're using today. We are making tater tot casserole, and what you're going to need today is one half pound of breakfast pork sausage. Now, I really believe that the type of pork sausage you use is very important, and so I had written that on my website. Um, Our favorite is Bob Evans Original Pork Sausage. You can find it where you find like the bacon and the breakfast sausage, um, and it's like a little white tuby thing. Um, You need a half pound of breakfast pork sausage, one cup of shredded cheddar cheese, one cup of milk, one egg, and one pound of frozen tater tots. Um, We are going to start today by preheating our oven to 425 degrees Fahrenheit. This is going to make five servings for us. So, Go ahead and get out your ingredients, your pork sausage, get that out. Get out your cheese, one cup shredded cheddar cheese. Pour out one cup of milk, you want to measure it out. One whole cup of milk, you can go ahead and put that right in the measuring cup. And you know what, you can even scramble that egg right now. Go ahead and take one egg, put it right into the milk, right in your measuring cup. You've already measured the cup and that's all that you're going to have to measure. So put the egg right into that milk in your measuring cup. Use a fork, swirl it around, scramble it up as if you're going to make scrambled eggs. And then you've got your pound of tater tots. You can leave that in the freezer if you want to, or you can pull it out. It really doesn't matter. Um, But just make sure that you have it. And we are going to get cooking. All right, so you've got the oven preheated, 425 degrees. You've already mixed your egg and your milk. We are going to open up that half pound of breakfast pork sausage. Uh, Go ahead and put it right into a skillet on the stove and turn the stove on to about medium, assuming that your sausage is not frozen. If it's frozen, I would recommend um, putting it on your skillet Um, on low with a lid over it so that the heat can kind of go all the way around. It's going to take you a little bit longer than it's going to take me 
to brown my so to brown your sausage. So um, just keep that in mind as you're timing it out. You're going to um, have a little bit more work if your sausage is frozen. But you're opening up your package. You're getting it on the stove top, and you're just going to take uh, like a wooden spatula or something to that effect, and you're just going to kind of um, grind it up, um, and then you're going to leave it on medium heat, like I said, unless it's frozen, for a little while um, while it starts to get hot. Now we're going to leave that on the stove, and while we do that, I want you to turn your attention to your sink. Because if you're like me, your sink is currently full of dishes. Now, in order to make the cleanup process after dinner, when everybody is tired and everybody is full and not wanting to do chores, make that process a little bit easier on yourself by doing the dishes that are currently in your sink now. So whether that means emptying the dishwasher to be able to reload the dishwasher. Maybe that means you're pulling out your drying rack and you're just gonna wash those things by hand. Maybe you have no dishes in your sink. If that's the case, kudos to you, that's really amazing. Um, and what you should be working on now while you're waiting for that skillet to get hot um, is look at your counters. Start to declutter your counter space. Um, and the only things really that you want on your counters are your ingredients to make this dish. Uh, maybe if you printed off the recipe, the device that you're listening to this on. And then anything that normally stays on your countertops that you use on a regular basis. So maybe you've got your bread machine on your countertop and you don't use that regularly right now. You're just not in a bread machine making mode recently. That's totally okay. Maybe that means that your bread machine goes in a cabinet for a while until you get into that zone again. Same thing with like your KitchenAid or your toaster. We don't keep our toaster out because we don't make toast all the time. So your appliances are not going to be the same as my appliances, um, but just kind of take a look around at your counters, tops, and uh, make sure that they're clear of any clutter or of anything that maybe belongs in the kitchen but doesn't need to be out right now. If you are not caught up on dishes right now, then you're washing your dishes, your stovetop is on medium, and you are giving that, that um, skillet time to heat up. Go ahead, you're good. Watch that. Keep an eye, keep an eye on the stove. Keep the kids away from the stove, of course, especially if you have little ones, but um, you're just washing those dishes. Um, take some deep breaths as you wash your dishes. Um, let the bubbles on your fingers kind of, sorry, that was my um, oven preheating. Let the bubbles um, feel them, like enjoy feeling the bubbles on your fingers. I know that that sounds like a weird thing to do, but I feel like sometimes we just get so busy that we forget to enjoy the little things in life. And it's just really, really important to enjoy the little things. So allow yourself a moment. Okay, you've got a little while before your skillet is hot enough that you have to be right there stirring the meat up. Wash those dishes. Make sure they're clean. Maybe you're unloading the dishwasher. Make sure that you're touching each dish only once. Um, that it will be less work for you. So don't make a pile of bowls. Take each bowl and put it directly in to where it needs to go. 
Um, same with thing with your silverware. Go ahead and just put it straight into the silverware drawer. And you know what? If you're walking back and forth a lot more, that's more steps. Hopefully you're wearing your Fitbit, right? <laughs> so go ahead and wash those dishes and, and think about, you know, once you get your sink empty, I mean, that really is the goal right now. You want to get your sink empty of all dishes. You want nothing in your sink by the time uh, this casserole goes into the oven. Um, because a, a messy sink makes for a messier meal. And we're working on our spaces right now, right? So we want to allow space for peace in our home, for a calm, quiet, fun family meal tonight. So get that sink empty. And once you get to the bottom of your sink, Take that rag or sponge or whatever it is that you were using to wash your dishes and go ahead and wipe your sink out. You don't need to totally clean it right now because you will be washing more dishes as you um, make this meal. Uh, but what you want to do is you just want to wipe it out so that it's looking good before you um, have to come back to it. So if your stovetop is like mine, I started my stovetop at the same time I told you to and it's starting to get warm but it doesn't have to be stirred yet so don't even worry about it um, if you know I've got a what is this a glass top stove um, and so it's electric and uh, I've got it on a some sort of like fake Teflon <laughs> pan and so uh, just keep working on those dishes once you get to the bottom of your sink you're going to wash out your sink um, or rinse out, rinse it out, wipe it out, whatever that looks like for you. And then you're going to take a look at your countertops if you're ahead of the game. Make sure you're decluttering your countertops. Um, get all of the stuff off. Maybe there's some papers that need to be filed. Um, maybe there's like a whole stack of papers that you just aren't going to be able to have the time to do today. That's okay. Make a little pile in the corner of your kitchen. This is not a clean, a cleaning podcast, okay? We are trying to create space. So if creating space for you tonight means that the clutter kind of gets organized and put in one place, then that's okay. You know, give yourself a little grace there. Allow your kitchen, allow your space uh, to be the best that it can be right now, okay? Alright, so now that we are back at the stove, we're going to kind of try to grind up that pork sausage and we're going to bump up that heat because now we want to get going. I'm going to go to about medium-high heat on my pork and I'm just kind of stirring it up as it goes. Um, it's nice and uh, brown on the side that's been laying there, but it's quite pink everywhere else and so I'm just kind of mixing it up and I want it to all get browned. Um, so that's what we're gonna work on right now and just kind of focus on that right now. Um, if you've got a little one asking you a question in the background, go ahead and answer them. Uh, this is not something that you have to stand right here and do right now, but 
Um, I like to, once it's at this point, I like to bump that heat up. You know what? I'm even going to bump it up a little bit more because I don't feel like it's going fast enough. Um, we had our relaxing time. Now I'm ready to just power through, right? <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump mine up almost to high. Um, and I'm going to keep it stirring and um, like kind of pushing through it with my spatula, my wooden spatula. Um, but if you do need to step away from the stove, as long as there are no littles nearby that could get burned, obviously, by the stove, um, then go ahead and do that. It's not like you're going to burn it. Um, as long as you don't hit pause on this podcast, I'm going to keep you on track, right? So actually, I am going to leave mine for a minute so that it can brown on the other side now. Mine is very, very pink, so don't feel like you're behind the game if yours is very pink because that's what mine's looking like too. I'm going to take a minute and just peek at my kids and make sure that they're doing okay and then head right back into the kitchen and check it out. All right. So I have been making this recipe and I'm still, I'm, I'm stirring up my pork again because it did, it, it got nice and brown on the one side and now I'm stirring it again. Um, I cannot remember how I discovered this recipe, to be completely honest with you. Um, some of the recipes that are just our favorites came to us as gifts when we had um, one of our babies and, you know, people provide meals. I feel like that is how this recipe originated and I have just changed it. Now, in my recipe book, the way that I wrote it down was that it was from allrecipes.com, but I have definitely made changes to, even to the one that I found, I am sure that I have. Um, one of the changes is that I do use pork sausage. I really think that that is the key to making this recipe really, really delicious. Um, the, and especially since we really love the Bob Evans pork sausage. We feel in our house like the Jimmy Dean pork sausage is too spicy. And I don't know if we've ever tried any um, off-brand pork sausages just because we really, really love this one. You can find it at Walmart. Um, I don't think they have it at Aldi. But... Uh, just you can find it at your grocery store. It's not like you have to go to Bob Evans to get it. Um, but all right, my sausage is starting to really look good. There's still a lot of pink left, and I'm wanting that to go away. You don't really want any pink, you know. I mean, it's it's really just like browning beef. It's kind of weird to say it this way, but I feel like pork sausage when you when you grind it when you have you know like ground beef, ground pork sausage. Um, I almost feel like ground pork sausage is more rubbery. Maybe that's because of the fat content. I don't know, but, um, but you definitely don't want any pink in there, just as if it was beef. So that's what you're trying to do. I've got my heat up to high, and at this point I'm just kind of stirring it, and then I'll let it sit for a minute, and then I stir it up again. Um, it's taken... Uh, probably a couple of years, but I think I've finally mastered this recipe and what really makes it great. Um, so I really hope that you and your family 
enjoy it tonight. I always feel a little bit weird serving a vegetable with this, but I do feel like it's important to serve a vegetable with it. I, um, I think I feel weird about it because it's so breakfasty. Um, you know, when I think you'll see what I mean. It, honestly, maybe even now as you're smelling this, like it really does taste very breakfast-esque. <laughs> so um, I feel weird serving a, a vegetable with it. You could probably do like sliced peppers um, and onions. You could maybe even saute some or something like that and put that on the side and that would go really, really well. Like some some sort of veggies that you might serve with breakfast. Um, you could do a salad on the side. Start thinking through what you want to serve on the side of this casserole. I mean, you know what's in it. We don't have any fruits or veggies, um, and so you probably want to get those into your family's diet tonight. All right, I'm stirring up my pork sausage, and I am noticing no pink left, so I'm going to give it one more little quick stir. And then I'm going to turn off my heat, and I'm going to move on to the next step. So if you're not quite there yet, just go ahead and hit pause. Uh, but I am ready to move on, and I'm going to assume that you are too. our meat is finished we're going to turn off that heat you can leave your meat right there on that burner or you can move it off and move something else um, onto the burner to cover it go ahead and grab a casserole dish I like to use a shallow 9 by 13 dish for this meal you certainly could do a deeper dish what I have found is that using a shallow dish um, it bakes more evenly and you get that egg and milk mixture to bake a lot more easily in the more shallow dish because it's spread out more. So I like to use a shallow 9 by 13 casserole dish. Grab whatever you have, whatever you were planning to use is probably fine. And what you're going to do is you're going to spread your breakfast pork sausage evenly in the bottom of your casserole dish. Um, and after you have that sausage spread evenly in the bottom of the dish, then you're going to spread your one cup of cheese, shredded cheddar cheese, evenly over your pork sausage. All right, so you're kind of sprinkling it over. You've got your cooked pork sausage first on the bottom of your dish, and then you've got your one cup of shredded cheddar cheese. You know what I like to use anytime a recipe calls for cheddar cheese? I use the Mexican blend, the Fiesta blend cheese. Um, so that's just what I use. I don't know. That way I only have to keep one kind of cheese on hand. Um, I know some of you like to shred your own cheese. Um, some of you like other kinds of cheeses or cheese substitute, I don't know, whatever you're using, go ahead and spread that, sprinkle that over your um, sausage. Now, um, you're going to put the tater tots. Now, the recipe um, calls for the milk and egg to go over the cheese, but I do not do that anymore. I have found that the egg does not bake. Now, it might be because I'm using frozen tater tots. I don't know. But you're going to take one pound of tater tots. If you're doing it my way, <laughs> you want to take one pound of tater tots and you want to spread those evenly over 
the cheese, okay? And then after that is done, beat together that milk and egg one more time because the egg may have settled in the bottom again, and then pour that evenly over your tater tots. Once you have, so you've got the sausage, the cheese, tater tots, and the egg and milk mixture that we made earlier poured over the top. Once you have that done, you're gonna pop that in the oven at 425 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm assuming your oven is preheated by now. Set your timer for 35 to 45 minutes. So I'm gonna go with 40 minutes. Um, and you know what? You don't even have to set your timer because you can let this podcast be your timer. But if you need a backup, if your Wi-Fi is a little spotty today and you're not sure that uh, you're going to stick with me for whatever reason, go ahead and set that timer for 40 minutes. Get your casserole in the oven and then pour yourself a glass of water. All right. Um, you've been cooking for a long time. You've been probably standing up this whole time. You may have had to stop and tend to children here and there. Pour yourself a nice glass of water and drink it during this song. Yeah, I can't figure out how to put a song into my podcast. So (laughs) go ahead and drink your water. Um, And what we're going to do is uh, if you sit, just sit at the kitchen table, okay? Or or dining room table, wherever uh, you're dinner is going to be held tonight Um, because what you want to do is kind of get a lay of the land. So take a look around and figure out what needs to be done um, while you drink your water. So take a look at the table, what's on the table that needs to be moved or put away. Um, Do you need to wipe it down? Um, My guess is probably you need to wipe it down and, and maybe even move some stuff off of it. Um, If you're like us, we do homework at the table and and, uh, budgeting at the table and all kinds of stuff and crafts and all of that. So uh, there may be stuff on the table. And um, when we're making a whole meal for the whole family to enjoy, then right now the goal is, now that the whole meal is is in the oven, um, we want to create the space for that meal to happen. Um, and so take, take that, um, little break to drink your water, but kind of be taking inventory, I guess, um, figure out what needs to happen in this room for me to feel at peace and to be able to listen to my kids when they talk, ask my husband about his day and really want to know what he's saying or my spouse, I guess I should say. And, um, and you know, like what, what is going to need to be around you or to be moved so it's not around you in order for you to be more at peace and ready to be together as a family. I know that when I am stressed or feel like there's clutter around me, um, or like I can't, you know, I don't have enough space at the table or whatever it may be. Or or maybe even it's it's just that like, you know, things are put away, but I am in in uh, line of a view of my budget binder. And right now my budget is really stressing me out because of X, Y, or Z. And I don't want to look at that during dinner tonight. So maybe you just need to move it um, to a different place, you know, something like that. So, um, and maybe, you know, it could be as simple as we're going to use paper plates tonight. 
I just spent however long doing dishes, and I think that putting clean dishes out on the table is going to stress me out tonight. So we're going to use paper plates, and then we're going to throw everything away when we're done, because that is going to make our whole family dinner uh, feel really good for everybody. Um, maybe you have a child or a spouse that you you know what they need um, to feel at peace during dinner time, and uh, you know there's there's a certain thing. You know, is it that your child wants always wants a red cup? You know, <laughs> maybe maybe it's where people are sitting um, is a big deal to somebody in your family, um, and so think through that too for a minute um, because you want to do the best that you can do um, in creating the space. Now, it's not going to be perfect, right? Like, it's not like you're going to clean your whole house today before dinner time. <laughs> um, but you've got 40 minutes here where you can be really intentional about the space that you are creating for your family to have dinner together tonight. Um, and so finish off that water um, chug a lug, let's go. Cause we're going to, we're going to get back up and, um, and we're going to get this space ready. Um, so a couple of things to start this time off that I would recommend, um, is first clear off the table of any clutter. Um, and when I say that, uh, you don't want to move clutter from the table to the kitchen counter, right? You want to put the clutter away all the way now some people have like a basket that their kids have to empty every night of of things that you know when you find something uh, that belongs to your kids and you pick it up you put it in that basket and then your kids have to clear out that basket every night so that would be you know if that is your system already then that would be a good thing uh, to do with the stuff that you find on the table if it belongs to your kids um, you could also delegate this task. You could call somebody in right now and say, hey, you know, my sink is still full of dishes. And I just really, that is what's stressing me out right now at this moment. So husband or child come in and your job is to clear the table, put everything away. And maybe there's some sort of incentive involved, right? Like, hey, I'll give you a dollar if you clear the table and put everything away. Or I'll put a marble in your marble jar or whatever your reward system might be right now. Um, I will count it as a chore and you can earn a show or screen time, right? So don't be afraid to give some incentives um, if this is going, especially because this is going to make everybody's um, time at the dinner table really enjoyable, right? You're, you're creating the space for your whole family so the whole family can get involved. So first thing I would say to do um, is do what is stressing you out right now or clear the table of any clutter, all right? So get all of that stuff taken care of. Maybe what's stressing you out right now is the sink of dishes. Uh, maybe it's that you just want to wipe off your stovetop, <laughs> you know, um, but really try to get the clutter off of the table. And I just, I honestly, I feel like that usually takes a while. <laughs> so I'm going to try to give you enough time to actually get that done. If you are done with that, 
I like to take a spray. Uh, my mom would probably get a wet um, dishcloth, go ahead and wipe down the table, get it, any crumbs or any sticky spots off of it, any Play-Doh residue, you know, whatever may be on your table, wipe it down, okay? So first step is getting that table clear and clean. Um, and then if, again, if there's anything that's stressing you out, um, then try to get that done too. So we're about seven minutes into our baking time of 40 minutes. Um, so you've got plenty of time. You, there's no need to rush this. Uh, just keep it going. And if you keep the podcast going without hitting pause, then again, this can act kind of as your timer as well. The next step after your table is cleared and clean is to look at the floor. Um, you're going to want to sweep. Um, if you're feel feeling really like you just don't want to sweep today, honestly, that's me every day. I totally get it. Um, so you can run the vacuum on your bare floor in your kitchen. Um, sweeping, honestly, might be easier today for you, but whatever you need to do to get the crumbs off of your floor, go ahead and um, sweep, especially under your table where everybody's going to be sitting. Um, so you've got your table clean and cleared. You've got your floor, your floor is being swept. And as you sweep your floor, you may notice that you have been keeping things, storing things on your floor. Um, I do this all the time, especially in the kitchen. For some reason, the kitchen just gets cluttered really easily. Um, we bring things home from work or from daycare and school and, and they just get set down on the floor of the kitchen. And then what ends up happening is they sit against a wall or something and then it kind of just becomes normal to us. Um, so while you sweep your floor, one of the things that actually Ronnie talks about in her podcast, Clean With Me, which I've probably mentioned before, listen, I really love her podcast. Uh, she just talks you through cleaning your house. Um, and one of the things that she talks about is one of the reasons to sweep your kitchen regularly is to make sure that you're not storing things on the floor. So as you sweep today, take a look around. Maybe there's just a pair of shoes by the door. Uh, maybe a kid left a backpack. You can call that kid in and have them put the backpack away. Anything like that. Um, I will often have a bag. We, we keep a basket in our bedroom. Um, and it's usually empty, but then whenever there's something that we are going to donate to Goodwill or, a, you know, a shirt that doesn't fit anymore or something like that, any donations um, go straight into the basket. But then what I am notorious for doing is I'll empty the basket into a big bag. I'll bring the bag down as far as the kitchen, and I will set it next to the refrigerator. I don't know why I do this. I hate that I do this. I wish that I would just put it straight into my trunk so the next time I'm driving by Goodwill, I can just stop by. This, I think it is silly that I do this, but I do it. And right now, there is a bag next to my fridge that is supposed to go to Goodwill. So one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to take that bag and I'm going to put it in my trunk for the next time I go to Goodwill. <laughs> so um, in order to really adequately sweep, you've got to get things off of the floor. 
And um, you're, you might be surprised at how many things you've been storing on your floor. Um, one of the things that I've, I've read in several places, several blogs, and um, even just like pictures on Pinterest will sometimes say this, that the people with the cleanest houses do not store things on their floor. Um, and I've thought about that many times. Uh, we just rearranged our front living room, which I love doing. I love rearranging furniture. Just makes it makes the room feel like like a different room, and I just love that for some reason. Um, but I always think about that when we rearrange furniture. Um, that no, I'm not going to store the basket of dog toys on the floor, I'm going to put it on a shelf where the dog can reach it or on the bottom of the um, side table or something like that, you know, um, and it it really does make a big difference. Um, before we rearranged our front room, and remember, you're, you're sweeping, you're getting the floor cleared while I'm talking. Um, before we rearranged uh, the front room this last time, we had a basket for the kids' Kindles. The kids have, have these tablets that they um, can earn screen time by doing chores. If they get all their chores done by the end of the day, then they're allowed to have their um, Kindle time before bed, before reading time before bed. <laughs> and, uh, and I had, I mean, I've got this pretty basket that has three sections, one for each of my kids, and that's where their Kindles belong. And um, the chargers are right there with them so they can plug their Kindles in and, and they can take responsibility for that. It's great, right? It's a great system. Um, and it, and it's a pretty basket, so it looks nice. But before we rearranged our front room this last time, um, we had that stored on the floor. Um, and now that I have found a place for it that is not on the floor, I feel like this room is a lot more tidy. Um, and it's such a simple thing to get a pretty basket up off of the floor. But for some reason, I mean, really, it makes a big difference. So um, that happens a lot in the kitchen too. But I feel like for me anyways, more often than not, it's not that I um, am storing stuff on the floor on purpose in the kitchen. It's more that, oh, I'll just drop this here and I will get it later. <laughs> um, I'll leave my shoes here just for a minute and I'll get them later. And and I'll leave this bag of for goodwill here for a minute and I'll get it later. So pull that stuff up, stuff up off the floor, either hand it off to somebody to put away or put it away yourself. Um, remember, like, we're really, our goal here is not necessarily to deep clean the kitchen. Remember, the goal in mind is to create space for a really great family dinner tonight. And so, um, you know, you don't have to, if your dining room is separate from your kitchen, you know, for example, mine's not, mine's connected. So that's why I, I keep talking about the kitchen, um, because that's where we eat. <laughs> we eat in the kitchen. Um, but maybe you're going to be eating in the dining room and that's the room that you need to focus on right now. It's, you're not necessarily going to have to sweep in the kitchen. Now, if that's going to put your mind at ease, then you should do it. Um, but we're creating space for a good family dinner. Once your floor is swept, 
Um, if you have noticed like some sticky spots on the floor as you've been cleaning up the floor, um, and and especially if you have one of those like little Swiffer wet jet things, or or if you just want to uh, use a spray and a paper towel and wipe up a little spot. Um, go ahead and do that too. Um, there's not really any need to mop if you want to. Uh, you probably have time to mop, um, but don't do it unless you want to because the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to set the table. So like I said before, um, don't don't assume that to have a great family dinner you have to have your nice china out, right? You don't you don't even have to use real plates and cups um, and silverware. Grab what you have decided um, that you're going to use tonight. Now, some of you might feel like, no, a nice family dinner, we're going to use our real plates and bowls and cups and all of that. That's totally fine. Do that. Put, pull them out. Um, this is a great chore for anyone ages two and up. To set the table um, and you know I'm going to be talking about chores in a future podcast uh, but you can if if you have a child who has already been taught how to set the table then this is a great time to call that child in um, if they're not busy with something else I mean respect respect their time too um, and have them set the table for you. Um, so get the plates out, get the the cups, whatever cups you're using, plastic cups, uh, sippy cups, bottles, <laughs> whatever, glasses, whatever it may be. I like to fill the glasses before I set them on the table. That's just easier for me because as I'm pulling them out in the kitchen, I can fill them up with water and milk and whatever it is that we're drinking that night. Um, I just think it's easier. Uh, some people like to fill up a pitcher with ice water or something like that and just pass it around. That's kind of a cool idea too, especially for um, developing independence with your kids uh, to be able to pour their own drinks. Um, but go ahead and uh, prep those drinks for however that, whatever that looks like for you. Um, don't forget napkins around the table. <laughs> we... Uh, we had my sister living with us for a while over over a summer a couple of years ago and uh she was so funny about a week into her stay with us over the summer she said so we're sitting around the table she just looks at us and says so do we not use napkins in this house and my husband and i kind of looked at each other like huh i guess we don't and so we started buying napkins <laughs> And we actually, we've gotten a lot better about using napkins, but it's funny because it, it made me realize like, wow, my kids really do just wipe their mouths on their shirts and wipe their hands on their pants. And now it drives me crazy. And if we had started using napkins when they were little, <laughs> maybe that wouldn't be happening as often. Uh, so don't forget napkins on the table. Uh, go ahead and, and lay those out. I like to fold them in half. I just feel like that lo looks a little nicer. And then um, silverware that you're going to need tonight, really you're just going to need forks unless you're going to serve um, applesauce or something on the side like that. Then you might need spoons, but there's no need for knives tonight unless you're, you know, serving, I don't know, bread and butter or something like that along with your tater tot casserole. We're going to talk about side dishes um, in just a minute. So, I mean, you may already have an idea of what else you want to serve alongside your tater tot casserole. Um, I 
would really, I would say if I'm going to serve it with applesauce, I would put spoons out, but otherwise I would really just put out forks for this meal. Um, and you may want to put a trivet in the middle of your table or wherever you're going to serve the food from um, so that it's ready when the casserole comes out of the oven. Maybe there's a centerpiece that you want to include on the table too. Maybe you have a bouquet of flowers or um, I don't know, it's Thanksgiving. Maybe you have some sort of little trinket that you put in the middle of the table um, during Thanksgiving time. Um, whatever, whatever that looks like for you, maybe you want to light a candle in the middle of the table. Maybe you want nothing in the middle of the table so that you have room for um, the food to go on the table and so that you can see everybody around the table and you're not looking over a centerpiece. Again, whatever that looks like for you. Um, you know, I didn't even think about this when we started setting the table, but maybe you want to put a tablecloth on the table. I guess it's not too late if you want to <laughs> take the take the dishes off and you didn't think of it either, but you like that idea. You totally could still do that. You've got time. Um, so get that table set um, to your liking, whatever that looks like for you, right? Um, and... Go ahead and take a step back from your table and look around. Um, actually, what you might want to do is sit down where you're going to be sitting and look around and see how you feel about what you see. Um, and what I mean by that is, like what I said about seeing the, the budget binder was my example, but it could be anything, you know, like we have a record player right next to our table, like a big old record player that's basically like another counter. <laughs> And right now it's really cluttered. And as I look at that, I, I feel like, okay, if I'm sitting here and there's all this clutter right next to me, how am I going to feel? So, so what I would suggest, now that you've got your floor clean and your table set, sit down where you're going to sit for dinner tonight. And maybe sit down where your spouse is going to sit for dinner tonight. Maybe you want to sit in each seat. <laughs> or maybe you just want to back up from the table and look around um, and see what you see and see how it makes you feel. Um, do you like what you see? Is there something that needs to be cleaned? Is there something that needs to be moved? Um, is there something that needs to be added that you're forgetting about? Um, did you forget to pull the high chair up to the table? Did you forget to clean the high chair the last time it was used and you just need to take some time to scrub it down? Um, so this is the time that, you know what, whatever's really stressing you out, go ahead and do that thing. Um, and that's going to be hard for me to kind of talk you through because it's going to be different for everybody, right? So for, I'm going to go ahead and use my own example, my record player. Um, I'm, I'm going to take the stuff off of my record player and I'm going to put it where it belongs. Um, now some of the stuff that's on my record player at the moment is decorative, but it's just too much right now for me um, because it looks cluttered. So there's a, a couple of papers. I'm going to start with that. I'm going to move the papers off of the record player and I'm going to put them away. Um, I'm not going to take the time to file these papers right now. I'm going to put them in my Sunday box um, which is the, well, it's not really a box, I guess it's more like a file holder, a paper holder, um, but I'm going to put it in my Sunday box and, and I'm going to go through that 
um, every week because uh, that's the system that I am trying really hard to follow. Um, and so, you know, there's, <laughs> again, I kind of have a system for ev almost everything. I don't always follow them, uh, but I try to uh, so that, you know, our house just runs more smoothly. So whatever your system is for filing papers, you would do that with the papers. And then there's a couple things that belong to my kids, so I'm going to put them in the in the bin that they have to empty every night. Um, then there's some decor pieces that I just feel like, man, you know, these are really cute, but I feel like they're cluttering this space. So I'm going to take a moment and I'm just going to pick them up. Actually, one of these I'm going to leave right here because I feel like that's a good spot for it. But having, having three things on the record player is too much for me. So I'm going to pick them up and I'm going to walk into different spaces in my house and I'm going to find a better spot for these decor pieces. And honestly, it may be that I decide that, you know what, I, I can't handle this much decor in my house right now. For It's like my fall decor. I've got this like golden pumpkin and a little tablecloth thing. And um, so maybe I decide to put them in the basement in the bin and we'll pull them out next year. That's totally okay too. And then I've got some other things that um, just need to be kind of reorganized. I've got some cloth napkins, and um, I keep a basket of our paper plates and plastic cups and plastic silverware um, right here, and I'm just going to take a minute and organize that as well. Um, so that's what I'm working on. Um, you may be working on something completely different, but just uh, try to organize that space um, whatever that looks like for you, um, and and make it feel like a good space to have a family dinner, right? I mean, again, that is the whole point of this right now. The next step, once you have finished that, is we're going to move back into the kitchen, and we're just we're going to clean up the mess that we made, um, which is not much, but we're going to clean up the mess that we made while we were making our casserole. So um, if you are finished in your dining area um, with the table, the floor, and whatever is stressing you out in that area, then you're going to move into the kitchen um, and we will get started on cleaning up that space as well. We have about 15 more minutes until our casserole comes out of the oven. If you want to peek at it, go ahead. Um, but hopefully by now your stove is no longer hot. Um, so what I would do to actually start cleaning up the mess from making dinner is I would move all of the dishes that we used, which I mean really is just a, uh, a measuring cup, a fork to mix it up, move all the dishes that you used um, into the sink. Um, and then any ingredients that you have left out, go ahead and um, close those up, put them away. I like to close things like bags that don't have a seal. Um, I like to close with clothespins. <laughs> they're, they're the cheapest bag clips that you can buy because <laughs> you can get like a hundred of them for a couple bucks. Um, so go ahead and close up your stuff. Make sure that it's um, sealed properly and, and put any leftovers away. Leftover, I'm talking about cheese or maybe you only used half a bag of tater tots and um, that kind of thing. The egg carton, put that away. Um, get everything back into the fridge or the freezer, wherever it belongs. Uh, then take a look, take stock of your countertops. 
Um, if there are still any dishes on the counters, move those straight into the sink um, and then move everything off of your stove top and take a spray and go ahead and spray down your stove. Um, Make sure that you get the top of your stove and the the buttons, the con controllers is what I was going to say. What are they? Dials, I guess. Um, go ahead and spray all of that down uh, with a good kitchen spray and uh, wipe down your stovetop. Now, I have a glass top stove. Maybe you've got gas burners that, you know, you're going to have to move some things around a little bit to really get in there. But go ahead and take a minute and just wipe it down um, any any spills from when you were making your tater tot casserole. Okay, so get the pan. Uh, I forgot about the pan. Go ahead and take that pan off of the stove. Stick it in the sink. Maybe you want to get that soaking a little bit with some uh, dish soap, uh, but then wipe down your stove uh, all over it. Okay, um, you may want if you feel like, oh, I don't, I don't have much left to do. I still have almost 15 minutes left. Maybe you want to take a look up. Now listen, if you do not have time for this, do not even look. <laughs> but if you feel like you've got extra time, look up while you are cleaning that stovetop. Look at your, uh, what is the, what is this thing called? The, the vent. Um, and, uh, you know, it might be scary, but go ahead and spray that down too. Um, and, and you may want to take like a glass cleaner to the outside of your oven. Um, go ahead and, and just clean that whole stove area. Okay. Um, if you're going to be serving up from like off of the stove or, or the counter, uh, put a trivet down on the counter, um, where you're going to be serving your tater tot casserole. Um, and, just prepare that space. Um, but if you're not going to be serving from the kitchen, you're preparing this space for after your dinner so that you don't have more work to do later. Um, so make sure that that stovetop is nice and clean to your liking. Um, might not be perfect, you know, you want to wipe down the stuff that you may have spilled in the past hour, but uh, you don't necessarily have to deep clean it. Then head over to your sink. Um, you may want to just throw stuff in the dishwasher. Um, you may want to wash by hand. Maybe you have to wash by hand for whatever reason. You don't have a dishwasher or the dishwasher's full or hasn't been emptied yet, whatever. Um, so go ahead and do that. Um, I find that having a drying rack out on my counter all the time um, kind of makes me feel like my counter is cluttered. And so what I like to do is I'll pull the, the drying rack out I will wash the dishes and I'll put them up to dry. I'll let them drip dry and then after dinner I'll put the dishes away or have somebody else do it and then I'll put the drying rack away under the sink so that um, I don't have to look at it, right? It's less clutter on the table or on the counter, I mean. Um, you've already um, taken the time to kind of wipe out your kitchen sink, but you may want to take a spray to that too. While you're doing that, think about what sides you want to serve with your tater tot casserole. Um, I've already mentioned applesauce. I, I like to serve, um, if, I, if I can, I always like to serve a vegetable um, at dinner time. Um, but I also really like to serve a fruit. Um, I know some of you serve fruit as your dessert, which I think is an awesome idea. We don't do that. We just 
have fruit as part of our meal usually, but, um, but I think that's an awesome idea. And, uh, so think about what sides you might want to serve. You know, there's already a lot of starch in it because of the tater tots. You, you don't necessarily really need to serve a bread alongside it. Um, maybe if you have some banana bread left over from another night, maybe that would be a good, um, idea to serve um, alongside this. And that could kind of count as your fruit if you wanted to. Uh, but because of the tater tots, you've got a lot of starch. What you want is vegetables. You don't have any vegetables in tater tot casserole. Um, and so think about, you know, maybe you have a bag of steamable veggies that you can throw in the microwave. Um, maybe you want to get a pot boiling on the stove so that you can, um, steam some veggies on the stove. However you make your vegetables. Maybe you just want to slice up a couple of peppers or cucumbers or um, I don't know what other uh, fresh veggies you might use. We really like um, sugar snap peas uh, and you know those just come in a bag pre-washed and everything and I mean I don't wash them. I think they're pre-washed. <laughs> this is this is how we roll in the Goodberry house. <laughs> um, so uh, baby carrots, you know, whatever, whatever you think that your kids, your family is going to eat without a fuss tonight. Because again, tonight is about having good family time, right? Um, so we've got a little less than 10 minutes left before the casserole comes out of the oven. Um, so think through what you're going to serve while you're cleaning your dishes and cleaning out your sink. Um, and then get that going in the microwave. You've got about five minutes. If you're microwaving your veggies, you've got about five minutes before you want to stick that in. Okay, so um, you may want to take a minute and just look in the freezer, see what you have. Um, look in the veggie drawer, see what you have. Um, I think uh, in terms of fruit, you know, slicing up an apple or serving applesauce, um, Maybe you have some canned fruit. I mean, honestly, that's not a bad way to go. If, if you've got like some canned peaches or something or canned pineapple, go ahead and drain some of those and stick them in a bowl, put them on the table. Easy peasy, right? Um, maybe you've got uh, some oranges that you want to slice up or cuties. Um, Maybe you just want to make a fruit salad real quick. Maybe you've got your kitchen under control and you feel like, hey, fruit salad sounds really good tonight. I'm just going to slice up some bananas and some apples and some oranges and maybe you've got some grapes too and I'm just going to kind of mix it all into a bowl and serve a fruit salad because that's kind of special. I know that that would be special in my house um, tonight and that actually sounds really good on the side of tater tot casserole so just and the nice thing about that is you just see what fruit you have on hand you know if you've got strawberries awesome but if not who cares you're just going to use whatever fruit you have on hand pears apples oranges bananas um grapes i don't know why i'm listing fruits you know what fruits are <laughs> I'm just saying like any fruit, this is, I guess this was my point. Any fruit that you have can make a great fruit salad, even if it's just two fruits, you know, it's kind of a special thing uh, to have them all cut up and together in a fruit salad. So um, go ahead and, and prep whatever fruit you are wanting to serve tonight. And we are in the countdown at this point for when the casserole comes out of the oven. So you may want to go ahead and grab that 
bag of steamable veggies to go in the microwave. Uh, you may want to uh, make sure that you've got your fresh veggies sliced up or poured into a bowl. Maybe you want to just serve stuff out of a bag tonight. You know, if you're serving baby carrots, just open up the bag and put it on the table. Things don't have to be fancy for them to be good, right? Like you don't have to have everything um, in your, you know, Thanksgiving platters and everything for it to be a good family dinner. Um, because maybe knowing that you don't have to do those dishes later is going to put your mind at ease. And, you know, there's something to having a happy parent at the table, a calm parent at the table that really puts kids' minds at ease and your spouse's mind at ease as well. Um, so whatever that is going to look like for you um, in order to to be calm tonight. <laughs> I keep talking about being calm. <laughs> um, I just think of that, that lady in Hocus Pocus who says, I am calm. That's often how I feel. <laughs> um, so maybe that's what I need tonight too, is to just be calm and be at peace with um, our space, with our family, with our food, and what we have going on. So check that bag of steamable veggies, if that's the route you're going, see how long to microwave it and maybe pop it in. Once your casserole comes out of the oven, you're probably going to want to let it sit for a couple minutes. Um, so if you're trying to time this exactly to when you pull things out of the oven, you're not necessarily um, going to be ready to eat it yet. But once you gather everybody at the table, um, you know, everybody washes their hands or whatever it is uh, that they do to get ready for dinner. Uh, you say a prayer together and then by that time you'll be ready to dish up. We try to dish our kids up before we pray just so that it can start cooling off, especially on a night like tonight when I'm going to kind of pull it out of the oven and then put it right on the table um, and call people to the dinner table. Uh, we we like it to kind of cool down on their plates before before they dig in because they will they'll dig in without even thinking about how hot something is. Um, all right, so let's see. We have if I'm timing this right, we have about three minutes. So go ahead and take a look at that tater tot casserole. Um, see what you think of, of how it looks. Does it look like it's baking through? Um, maybe your oven is a little bit hotter than mine, uh, just because every oven's a little bit different. Maybe you need to pull it out now. Um, so go ahead and take a peek at that, see how it's doing, um, and make sure that there's nothing you've forgotten. You've got your dishes on the table, you've got the dining room or wherever you're sitting um, kind of tidy and, and clean to the best of your ability. Um, you've got your side dishes planned, you've got your drinks out, whatever that means for you, whether it's in the cups or in a pitcher ready to be passed around the table. Um, placemats or napkins or uh, tablecloths, whatever it is that you want, centerpieces, whatever it is you want. Um, you've got, I think I said side dishes planned and out. Um, some sort of bowl to put something in or you're just going to serve something out of the bag. We always serve our, well I shouldn't say always, we usually serve our steamable veggies right out of that bag that went into the, the microwave. We just put a little spoon 
in that bag and we pass the baggie around and then it goes in the garbage when we're done um, and it's less dishes to do, right? Um, hopefully your sink is empty at this point. Um, we kind of crammed a lot of stuff into the last 15 minutes today, but we are ready for a whole meal for the whole family. And I'm really, really excited for you to have this experience with your family. I hope that this podcast has been helpful to you. Um, I hope that you enjoy your tater tot casserole. Let me know what you think of it. Um, this, like I said, is a family favorite in my house. And so I really hope that your whole family enjoys it thoroughly. All right, at this time, you may want to give your family a two-minute warning for dinner time, or maybe you just want to tell them to go wash their hands and come to the table. Um, I like to have everything out on the table before I tell them to come. It's just one of, one of the things, like, I just like to be totally ready before I call them, um, but give them a little bit of warning, um, especially if they're in the middle of a video game or a, a project of some sort or a show. Um, that just kind of helps them to know, like, okay, I need to start winding down. And it shows them respect. You know, we we talk a lot about having our kids show us respect, but we need to show them respect too. Um, and so if they're in the middle of something, anything, uh, then we want to make sure that they have the time to process that, okay, this is going to be finishing up in just a minute. Maybe I can hit pause. Maybe I need to turn it off for the night, whatever it is. Um, so give them a little bit of a warning that it's dinner time pretty soon. Uh, check on that tater tot casserole. You may want to pull it out. It's been 40 minutes at this point that it's been in the oven. It may need to stay in another five minutes. That's totally okay. But if you need to do that, then set the timer uh, because this podcast is starting to wind down in terms of the timing. So it has been 40 minutes. Pull that casserole out of the oven if it is ready to come out. Um, when you call your kids to the dinner table, you may want to have them wash their hands before they come. You may want to have them clean up whatever they were playing with, uh, before they are allowed at the dinner table. That's something we've been trying really hard in our house to implement. We are certainly not there yet <laughs> with our kids. Once we are, I will share our success story of how we did that, but, um, one of, the, one of the keys, I'm sure, is to give them notice, give them sufficient notice. So if you're wanting them to clean up what they're playing with right now, then let them know right now that in one minute, you've got to clean that up before you can come to the dinner table. Um, make sure everybody knows where they're sitting at the table and um, hold hands to pray tonight. That's, that's my suggestion, is to hold hands around the table and pray. Um, you may want to have everybody around the table say one thing that they're thankful for to the Lord. Um, maybe you want um, one person to pray. Um, but if you hold hands, uh, that's a really cool way to start off a really great family dinner. So I hope that tonight you get some really good family time in. Um, I hope that you guys can really connect around the table, look at each other, have fun together, um, and let everybody help clean up the dinner table as well. Don't let people just leave um, without doing their part. Clearing their own dishes is a great way um, to have everybody um, participate in the cleanup process as well.
So have them stick stuff in the dishwasher or in the sink or in the garbage, um, whatever that is. We, we if, if our kids leave some meat on their plate, we'll let them put it in the dog's dish. Um, and that's just kind of a special thing <laughs> that the dog gets um, after smelling dinner cooking for the past hour. So enjoy your whole meal for the whole family tonight, my friends. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.